You're listening to the Talking 20 Podcast. This podcast is for you if you're in your 20s and you're thinking, what the hell am I doing? We've all been there and we want to talk about it. We're your hosts, Bridget O'Rourke and Mary Margaret Courtney, and we sit down with fellow millennials to chat about their journey and hear what they've learned along the way. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking 20 Podcast. Uh, we just recorded this intro and now we have to re-record again, which is why Mary and I are giggling. But um, as you guys know, you know the drill by now. This is our pre-release chat that we do a week before we release an episode to talk about our life, to talk about our life shenanigans, to talk about all the things going on in the world of our podcasting world and other... Th- oh, and also about the upcoming release, obviously. <laughs> Left that one out. Um, also and we're, we're here today. Yeah, um, and we're actually releasing this episode less than a week before release because we're going to be releasing an episode next Thursday, September 30th, because next Thursday is the first, I believe it's the first either international or national day for truth and reconciliation. So Yeah, it's like officially being represented and known, um, and then obviously it just inspires more people. Orange Shirt Day has definitely existed. I've definitely... Um, been a part of it and seen it before but obviously within the past year of all the knowledge within Canada and the history of us and things that have happened um, truth and reconciliation day is becoming uh, more identified and I would say you know we were talking earlier and you said honored and I I did yeah we are honoring uh, what it means to people and the education behind it which is why we're releasing this episode is because uh, we're talking to my friend Madeline who uh, is currently uh, getting, <clears throat> sorry, a little froggy in my throat. I didn't do my vocal warm-up this Classic morning. Mary Margaret. <laughs> I never do vocal warm-up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is about, or she's, I think, starting now, uh, her process of getting her PhD and studying uh, the, the Indigenous history, and uh, she works for a not-for-profit doing, um, basically teaching teachers and fixing As you called her in the interview, an educator's educator. An educator's educator. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, so, and holy macro, that interview was just outstanding and terrifying how much I don't know. And uh, yeah. I think a great representation of what these conversations could be. And she just gives, um, I think, great advice. Advice that I was certainly looking for. It's changed my perspective. So, yeah, we thought, of course, we need to release this on the day. Yeah, um, she yeah. she talks a lot about, um, like, how to educate yourself on the legacy of Canada and on the residential school findings. She gives lots of resources. And one point that she really drives home is to not rely on your Indigenous friends and family to be the ones who are going to educate you. You have your to take that time. person. Yeah, Yeah. you have to take that time to go and educate yourself. They'll give you their story. They'll tell you their story, but they don't want you asking the questions because right now they're hurting. So that was a big point that she drove home in that interview that I think came across really clear. Um, Yeah, it's just it's such an incredible interview. Of of course, at first we start off by doing our, our normal interview. We talk a lot about, you know, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Um, she integrates her uh, Métis culture into that interview, as, into the beginning of the uh, conversation as well. And then we kind of get into the thick of things, and she really does do a lot of educating on what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, when and I was re-listening to years it. years and years. Yeah, when I re-listened to it, the, the best word I could describe it was digestible. 
Like I yes. found she she breaks it down like she's not condescending, she's not rude. She is very very knowledgeable. Um but she she's just she has such a purpose and like a really strong message that she's leaving behind. Like you said she's like don't leave it to your token indigenous friend to explain to you what happened. Go educate yourself. Um, and then, you know, her knowledge behind all that. And we, and we broke down the intricacies of having those conversations and you and I felt very nervous to have the interview and, Mm -hmm. um, we wanted it to go well. We didn't want to offend her. We didn't want to just rely on her, but obviously this is still very new for us. Um, and yeah, she just like, she was so patient. She was, um, I think considerate of the fact that we have to, have these conversations and it is helpful to have it with someone who has the knowledge. So mm-hmm. that, that complexity of her being like, well, yeah, you need to like go do your research and don't like rely on me to just tell you. However, I'm more than happy to share my story with you and right. share my, my family history and you know why she's just coming to learn all about this in the past few years uh, within her own family unit. And uh, yeah. And I, Oh, she's just, She's just a freaking sweetheart. She is. And listening back to that interview, there were a few times that I'm like, "Ah, I wish I asked what that meant. Like, I feel like I was, I was very um, held back in the interview just because I, I didn't want to say the wrong thing, which is something that I'm going to learn how to have more of these kinds of difficult conversations and ask the right questions. But there were some questions like she, she referred to a lot of things that I'm like, wait, what does that mean when I like when I was listening to it? So I have a list of them. She said like she referred to community. She referred to her elder, which these are all terms that I've heard, but I don't know exactly. Like I can't like pinpoint it in my brain. I know exactly what that means. Right. Um, she talked a lot about knowledge keepers, <laughs> and there was one thing that she said a lot, which I found super interesting. Whenever she refers to Canada, she says in the place that we call Canada, which agree like. That makes sense, but I wish I was like, hey, can you explain to us why you say it that way? Um, So I was thinking that with all of those things, because if I'm having those questions, anybody listening is going to have those questions. We'll do social media posts with like little definitions and, you know, like a gentle education on some of the terms that she uses that neither of us really inquired about. Yeah. Yeah. And she, what's great as a resource is because her... Her whole goal right now is to provide the right knowledge because that's, and like, again, I said it in the interview and I was like, she's just so solution-based and it's just a breath of fresh air because it's not just a conversation about the issues. It's not just a conversation about, well, do you even know that these things happened? It For her, she was like, I want to provide the materials so that the right resources are correct because that's what makes mm-hmm. this so complex is that they're the information's out there, but the information may not be right because they haven't been represented and they've been so suppressed. So, um, having her as a a resource for us to say like, this is, this is fact checked and this is, you know, the, the type of information she's looking to provide. Um, yeah, like even what she went in at the end talk, explaining what treaties are. And that was like a light bulb where I'm like, oh yeah, there are like agreements with Canada for these people. And technically, (laughs) they don't live in Canada. They're like, no, I, this is not Canada where I am. And anyway, it's just so I, I'm not knowledgeable enough to like 
fully be able to engage in those conversations either. And we did a lot of listening. We did a lot. It was of a lot of listening. Yes. Yeah, um, and trying and- to be just just as respectful as possible, and has still be the interviewer with like the open ended questions mm-hmm. and engaging in the conversation. But yeah, there there were definitely moments where both of us just sat back and were like. Just keep talking, Maddie. And Madeline knows what to educate on, too. Like, she was able to guide that conversation really well for us. Yeah. She was able to help us get through it. Uh, you know, she if she said a word and she was like, they probably don't know what that means, she then would explain the word. So yeah. she she did guide that inner, that, I hate saying interview. I always say interview, and it's my Chat. thing that I don't want to say interview. Um, that conversation. Yeah, because we want people to be comfortable. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm going to interview you. It's I know. When we first started doing these, every time I tell Matt, Matt the bartender that we were doing also he's here on the bed he's just strategically placed where you can't see him I'm in a hotel for anyone he's always strategically placed where I can't see him (laughs) (laughs) he's always beside you (laughs) did you hear I'll tell you after so funny I know he's always around hey it's COVID man we have nowhere to go I mean Uh, now we do but um yeah in a hotel we're in a hotel (laughs) so literally he can't go anywhere but um what was i saying <laughs> honestly couldn't tell you um, um oh that we did a lot of listening is what we were talking oh, about no but it was something else but then we moved on and now i don't remember okay so. well this anyway, is a, moving a, on yeah a non-edited so sorry for anyone not listening but bridge <laughs> i am just looking down at my notes and i wrote down national day for truth and reconciliation so okay, i'm so assuming yeah that was what we heard in the interview um yeah yeah, for anyone listening this isn't edited so we don't want to say anything incorrect but when especially for the interview and social posts we will have the correct terminology but yeah i do believe it is uh it is national truth oh my god national day of truth and reconciliation great september 30th if you want to support and show your support you can wear an orange shirt um a lot of people have pins which maddie talks about she's got her pin um yeah and she talks about why that, why, like what Orange Shirt Day is and all that stuff in the interview yeah. as well. So what Mary and I have decided to do with this interview that's a little bit different than the rest of our interviews is we're going to split it up into two parts. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're doing this is because it is a lot of information to digest. Um, and just also just for respect by putting out only the parts that are educational on the history of Canada in one um section like in one episode on that day um so you know matt like we all want to hear maddie's story maddie's story is great we talk about maddie's story for the beginning half of the episode but we do want to have a like an educational episode going out on that day which is why we're splitting it into two pieces Um, which will be fun and interesting because we've never done something like that yeah so we're gonna see how it goes and like anyone listening really truly please listen and then let us know if you liked that or didn't we actually the more we're starting to interview now we're getting excuse me more comfortable and more curious with people our interviews are getting longer and, and yeah. we're like we could we chat had one that was people. two hours yesterday or yeah. two days ago and i'm loving it like it's we're we're getting so much out of people now in those interviews um but it, it does hold you know are we going to be the type of podcast that release them in two parts edit down the stuff that does it doesn't need to be there or are we the people who puts out a two-hour episode which is a little nerve-wracking when you're so new to put out something Mm -hmm. so long um Mm -hmm. but there are those long-form interviews podcasts that we don't know if that's what we're supposed to be so um for anyone listening yeah please listen to maddie's two-parter and then let us know if you would have wanted that you know all at once or if because it was such an intense topic 
that the yeah. split up worked for you um because yeah. we yeah we're really just going what we think makes the most sense for this one and I yeah. want to know so, what people think I I was thinking actually Mary and I haven't discussed this yet but I was thinking that the first part of it we'd put out on Tuesday and the Brilliant. Go then for it. uh Thursday we'd put out um the second part of it so perfect uh yeah it'll be interesting to see also those analytics if people if people like that uh format or if they'd rather just you know put it on like mary says like put it on on your two-hour drive and listen to the whole thing or if you want it in two pieces so let us know i love that bridge that's a great idea yeah great um so yeah that's coming next week that's gonna be a also fun one. in this interview i don't know if it's being cut out or not which i'm assuming it is but we need to do a compilation series of Bridget getting up to take care of her oh cat. Oh my god! Yes, it's being cut out, but uh, I, I actually like... have like I I have a little folder and all. Whenever I'm editing the social posts, I take out the parts about my freaking cat and I it put be it like, in a folder. Maya hates podcasts. We I don't know why. Which now I'm starting to realize like it doesn't matter what time it is. She just doesn't want you to be doing a podcast. But yeah. I, at one point, I was like, why do we keep doing this interview during her dinner time? It's her dinner, and she's pissed. <laughs> so Bridget... Every time. When we first started doing these interviews, Bridget used to, like, casually get up, and we would pretend like it didn't happen, and we would keep talking, and I would just, like, cover for her. But then it just got so ridiculous to the point where, like, she'd be texting her roommate, and it, like, kind of looks like she's not paying attention, but she's, like, trying to get her roommate to help, which she's been amazing. Um, yeah. And then... <laughs> She would eventually just be like, sorry, just one second. And then eventually it was just like, yeah, we're just going to pause because Bridget needs to take care of her fucking cat. (laughs) It's so true. Like, she's just, she is so grumpy around dinner time. But it's also like, like her dinner comes at 730 and I have an automatic feeder. So that's why I know exactly when it comes. And, but it's like for an hour beforehand, she's like waiting around, like trying to get my attention. Like you gotta like play with her and be invested in her in order for her to stop thinking about food, which I get. I'm the same way, but like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's why my cat's not like that at all. My cat's like, I'm hungry. Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, take my mind off of it, please. Play with me. I'm hungry. Let's talk about food until I eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard that I heard that part of the episode and I was like, all right, this is this was the episode that we started just being like, fuck it. Let's fuck just it. tell let's the tell people what's because going this on. is getting exhausted. Yeah. But the last the last conversation we had, I did um, feed Maya before and it seemed to work. Oh wait, no, I think there no, was a No, she point. was still a bitch. She wanted to go outside. It's also her evening stroll time. She always goes for an evening stroll after she eats her dinner. So like that is her part of the day is like her dinner and her evening stroll. Oh my god, this cat. <laughs> She's, She's so screwed when you have children. Oh my god, I know. She's, She's high just... maintenance, but like as long as you know her routine, it's fine. Like it's I also fine love that it's she not like... interrupted walks around with you outside like when you're at your parents and you go walk to the water she just like walks with you and comes and lays down while you do your yoga yeah my cat would be gone she'd be like peace out i'm gonna go get some birds (laughs) (laughs) maya used to be like that but she's old now like she's 11 she's just like i'm her i'm her protector you know she's like if i go catch some birds they're gonna i'm gonna kill me (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that that happens a lot. So, yeah, I'm requesting we'll make a compilation I'm, of that. Yeah, I think uh, maybe no one will find it funny, but I think it's hilarious. Oh, and the people doing the funny. interviews have loved yeah. it. Also, Maddie about Maddie, her laugh is just contagious. It is like, so she's just contagious. A giddy, happy, yeah. bubbly soul. She is, which is another part of the interview that I want to talk about. Is the this is our first interview that we had bad audio quality, which really yeah. sucked yeah. because there were. Th- fortunately, I was able to get it to a point where it was bearable at a certain like the raw. F- the raw stuff was like really distorted. Um, now it's at a bearable point, but and I didn't have to take out anything critical because of you know sound sounding like it was underwater or anything, which is very fortunate. But like, I was like, oh yeah, this is why I want an external editor. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, don't totally. have to deal with this. Yeah, or we but, get uh, like super experience. fancy, and every time we do an interview, is a thank you gift. We get the microphones because that's how much money we're making. Yeah, so much money. Talking twenty, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. These mics are like a minimum two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So also, I mean, Bridget, I have to uh, point out what my breakfast is this morning. Ooh, midday squares. So midday squares. Mm. Um, they have this amazing social media presence. If you like, definitely recommend following them. I'm going to tag them in this so that, um, the guy, one of the guys, I want him to be my future husband. So, um, tag him in this. Boom. Wasn't there like almost a proposal on, on Instagram? Yeah, I I did. I did. Uh, no, it wasn't on Instagram. It was on TikTok. I did comment on one of their posts saying, will you marry me? And they commented back only if you want life or only if you want endless amounts of chocolate i was like okay that's the best proposal anyone could ever provide um yes Yes, so anyway so as you see right now um we'll talk about this quickly mary is in a hotel room (laughs) (laughs) yep you know it's wedding season therefore mary's never home on weekends apparently and uh, i'm in a hotel room in sudbury and i brought my midday squares so we did talk about these in an episode but that probably won't come out for a little bit um these things are just basically like peanut butter cups but like fairly healthy um lots of protein and fiber in them and just super delicious it's literally just peanut butter and chocolate and um yeah we want them to sponsor us we want them to marry bridget and we want that lifetime supply of chocolate so here's the mission Mm, so good. Take us on, as I would say to my friend Cassidy, I would say, take me on a journey of the senses. Mm, Describe well, to me what you're eating. I can smell the peanut butter. Uh-huh. This must be so gross to listen to someone eat. Yeah, it's like not a, not a good um, okay, I'm gonna stop meal chewing to it. eat. Yeah, yeah, just swallow it. Um, I'm done. So, yeah, the peanut butter. The peanut butter is like... Um, the mix between the like soft and smooth peanut butter and when peanut butter's starting to, mm. oh, I, I was going to say congeal, but that's not the right word. And that's such like a, a gross melt? word. No, like, it's just like a bit hard. Like it, it's got oh, a bit of a bar form to yeah. it. Like the bottom just, of a natural peanut butter tub. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. 1000%. That's it. The bottom of a natural peanut butter tub. That's what this, <laughs> the bottom of the bar is. And then the top is just straight up dark chocolate, like real good chocolate. And it comes with two squares in the the little bag. And you can buy them in some Tell stores. Tell us how much protein's in it. 
12 grams 12 grams of protein and eight grams per of fiber square or per bar i think it's probably the whole thing i don't know I don't actually know. i don't know i think it might be per square um but like regardless for mary that you know sometimes is oh yeah it's yeah yeah yeah, you're right per square so that's 24 grams of protein no 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 no. it's six grams per square (laughs) lol just kidding but it is all our all our favorite little taglines non-gmo gluten-free vegan and organic so that's great it means they care um it has a uh best before date which any good bar in my opinion should have um, if they don't, I'm like, uh, but they don't, it's yeah. no Henry. Yeah, it's no. Yeah. yeah, if they don't, it's basically no Henry. That's such a good point. So yeah, they're just so good. And then when I told Bridget about it for the first time, she was like, "And their social media is amazing." And we're like, "Ah, good content creators and a delicious snack." And you know what? They're so good. I don't wait till the midday. I have it first thing in the morning first day midday i don't know anyway first thing of the day bars there's no rule against when you can eat there's your midday no bar it's just a yeah. suggestion <laughs> i love that that should be the tagline um okay so as you guys see mary's in a hotel room because she is formally against airbnb i am no yeah this is <laughs> let's get into this again. we have five okay. minutes to talk about we have this. five minutes so first of all i'm just gonna say that like anyone who's listened to the podcast thank you for all the compliments and wonderful things about us but there's yes. a reason that we are good at doing a podcast and like it sometimes <laughs> doesn't translate in real life like being so the joke has always been that bridget and i are loud and really high energy and big personalities and we went and worked a wedding in Coburg, ontario last weekend where we were told to shut up twice we got not, at compl- not at the wedding not at the wedding yeah You're very no, the wedding there the wedding we got raving reviews five stars awesome experience but yeah, we uh, we stayed at an Airbnb, which like I'm not gonna go through the whole journey of it, but basically, Mary's never really Airbnb'd before, and I found this place that was closer to the venue and cheaper than any of the hotels. So, and it was gorgeous view, but there was no running water in the basement. There was nowhere to go to the bathroom except for up in this person's actual house where they live. And Bridget and I basically got back from working a wedding barely finished a glass of wine and then went to sleep i slept on the couch because the bed was so uncomfortable and i was late checking in that was a whole thing that was mary's fault but it just started our experience off wrong next morning we get up we go to a restaurant where i don't know what universe we were in but like i've never had a serving experience like this before <laughs> in my life we had at least 17 servers we like they, the guy came and asked for our drinks. at least 17 <laughs> first guy came and asked us for our drink order he took our drink order couldn't remember our drink order so came back to which was like coffee orange juice and water yeah first of all and like no one at a restaurant should ever have to ask for water just bring it just bring it just bring the water anyway and if anything i'm like just bring whatever you remember and then be like sorry am i missing anything anyway whatever so he forgets and then he brings us our drinks and says do you guys want anything else and we're like yeah menus like we're here to eat breakfast what's happening <laughs> and then that basically was just our experience like everything about that was weird down to the ketchup bottle like nothing went easy yeah, yeah so then we're weird. waiting for our check and i'm not exaggerating here we probably waited 45 minutes for yeah 
the check. And and we had three people come up to say anything. Do you need anything do you need else? Anything? We're like, yeah, the bill. The bill, so we can <laughs> like, leave. And we were like, why won't you let us leave? And then eventually, one of those servers came back and said, "I'm really sorry. I've been trying to hold off on telling you guys this, but you're getting a noise complaint. We need you to keep it down." And both Bridget and I didn't say anything. But in that moment, I'm like, "What else is new? We're being told to shut up." And also, that's fine. But can we just leave? Like, if you gave yeah. us our check, our check, our check when we asked for it, we'd be gone. This wouldn't be a problem. So then, when we go to leave, I go to the bathroom. Bridget goes to pay. And the old ladies that were complaining confronted Bridget. And I wasn't there for that. So you And I am not somebody who can be confronted. Like, it hurts my soul. I mean, I'll deal with it if I need to be. But in that situation, I didn't need to be. And Mary is somebody who can be confronted. She's very quick-witted in those situations. I'm not. Anyway, this old lady comes up to me and she's like, really hope your business is going well because I could hear your whole business plan. You guys were so loud. You have to be so... You have to start being mindful of other people in the room. And I was like... First of all, like, you could have told us, like, we w- we don't want to be those loud people in the room. We just need to be told that we are when it starts bothering you so that we can be conscious of it. I've always been a loud person. Mary's always been a loud person. If we're bothering you, tell us we don't want to bother you. Yes, so exactly. anyway, I just said to this lady, like, I'm sorry we're loud people. Like, you could have told us earlier. And they kept going on and on. And I was like, okay, thank you for your opinion. Goodbye. Yeah, it was like I'm over this. Thank you for your feedback. I'll take it into consideration. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you know how it goes. The bathroom and Bridget's like, "Do not let those old ladies stop you. Keep going." I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" (laughs) Just let's just leave. Um, Anyway, then there was. uh, So then, yeah, yesterday. So yeah, that was on Sunday. Was that noise complaint? And we got in the car. We ranted about it for thirty seconds. Got over it. Moved on um then yesterday i get which this also Bridget still hasn't moved on but it's okay <laughs> bridget because you didn't you know why you haven't moved on because you haven't said to them what you wanted to actually say. i know that's that's something that i've always struggled with i always come up with great one-liners way after the fact like well, you gotta keep I, them in your back pocket for future because you know it's gonna happen again yeah that's true i should write some down. also my point is also like start with the point of compassion and empathy so just literally start off with like i am sorry and i did not want to ruin your breakfast i really wish you had come and said something to me sooner and yeah i don't know that you could just say that and then be like but this is really rude and now i'm, I'm never gonna sleep ever goodbye. again Thank you for your opinion. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I just don't deal with people like that. Cause I'm like, but you're also being rude now. So like now we're all just a bunch of rude people in a room. No, like this is just a, an environment and a, the situation that has brought out the worst in all the people but, in the room. And I would like to leave. And, have and I would like to not be here anymore. Yeah. Anyway. So then um, uh, I get an email from Airbnb and they say, um, you have a review from your Airbnb person, <laughs> and if you want to read it, you have to write them a review, which I would oh, never Oh, no, do. did you write a good uh, review? Of course I wrote a good review, because who am I to tell someone that they shouldn't be an airbnb Like, I did not have a good experience. Did I think it was worth the money? No. Did I have lots of issues with it? Yes. But I also just chalked it up to me being picky and tired, and all I wanted was running water so I could drink water. And so, luckily, there was a Perrier in the fridge, and that got me by. no it came back to bite me in the ass so i write this lady a nice review i did they ask very like very specific questions so i did say like the the bathroom is shared that was my biggest complaint which you couldn't even see as a complaint just knowledge and um and also mary hasn't done this so maybe people already know that but whatever 
they wrote a novel of a insulting we're the worst people in the world and every complaint they could like we don't have time to read everything yeah what is happening matt's army crawling behind me no (laughs) he's eating my midday square and um, I can't do anything about it because we're recording. Perfect. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing this. <laughs> Champion. Love it. Anyway. Uh, like so. the most complaints, and a lot of them weren't true. Some of them were, <laughs> the one that was true was that we were very loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she was complaining about that we were late. That's fine. That's true um, for our check-in. Then she was complaining about, um, I need you to stop, Matt, please. Okay. Um, then she was complaining about. Um, I lost my train of thought. What else did she? She, she was complain. She complained. She said that we lit a decorative candle, which we lit a candle, but she said it had never been lit before. But like the wicks were black and there were matches in it, which is why I lit it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and then she's because I wouldn't have taken been like, oh, this is a very pretty candle. I'm gonna light it for the very first time. But like, also, isn't that? that like? Isn't that the point? Isn't that the point that there's like here's a like I'm an airbnb and I'm being a good host so here's a candle if you want to like like what if it's yeah. like a romantic situation or whatever yeah um anyway so like this was our she evening. said that we, we walked through the other door. rooms oh she house, said we went through all we the stuff okay so she said didn't. basically her complaints were we touched everything we moved everything we didn't clean up we spilt wine everywhere that we were too loud so again instead of coming downstairs and being like i'm sorry guys we're trying to sleep and it's loud we don't live in the house we don't know what the soundproofing is and bridget you being you you the recovering people pleaser you were like hey we're uh, maybe we're being too loud because they're stomping upstairs and i was like or maybe it's just their footsteps and like who cares we're renting this place and let's be clear we weren't like so loud we were just laughing and talking we were drinking a glass of wine we ate a donut and went to sleep (laughs) yeah that was our evening that was our evening and we were and again it was like work talk and just like decompressing from the wedding everything's great and we got up the next morning we cleaned up as best we could because no why would there be any lysol wipes you don't have a kitchen sink to actually clean anything so we cleaned there was no garbage so we so we put the garbage kind of like in a nice pile on the corner of the counter yeah so she complained about that and then she said she saw wine stains which is how she knew why we were being so loud was that we were up all night getting wasted um which literally was like i didn't even finish my glass of wine and we sat on a couch looking for new girl on tv which yeah. didn't we didn't find so what did we yeah. watch jurassic and Park? also there weren't wine stains i that was something that bothered me because i looked because they had this very nice wood bar top and i made sure Gorgeous. before we left i was like i really hope like like we okay it's fine there are no wine stains like maybe there was like something tiny thing in the corner that i missed or something like why else would she say that but the way that she portrayed it it was like yeah and she I was like checked. we rummaged through all their stuff which we wouldn't do i had zero and if we did things. open a drawer or something it was probably looking for like paper towel to wipe down like <laughs> we're not like yeah, rummaging yeah. through your things and then she was mad i drank the perrier and said she drank my personal items out of my personal fridge and i was like no you're on airbnb like you you literally put yourself out here to say, come live in this space. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And there was a bunch of booze She in also there too. said, and it didn't, but she said, it's not the fact that she drank it that bothered me. It's the fact that she took something that didn't belong to her, which I call stealing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, a really it's a period. It's a period. Like, but again, like, am I wrong? Like, what, am I missing something? Like, when you go to an Airbnb, are, is it like, 
They the should say, the- they should have some sort of like, please don't drink the things in the fridge. We, obviously, we were like, we shouldn't drink the things in the fridge, but I'm thirsty, but also, so like, I'm going to drink one of the things. Why would you just trust humans, especially with that much booze? Like, there was a lot of booze in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was. We didn't touch any of it because we barely drank our wine and went to bed. But I just don't understand. Like, I, I, I said that. I was like, maybe I'm just not a good airbnb And so for the first time ever, I actually responded to her review saying, I think you're being very rude and uh, inconsiderate. Excessive. And excessive. And saying, you know, we, we told you we were coming here to work a wedding and we'd be back late, blah, blah, blah. If you didn't want us here, you should have said no. Also, you probably shouldn't be a host if you're not comfortable with people touching your converters. Um, and then I just sent it to Airbnb and I was like, look, you guys kind of suck. And this host shouldn't. And the reason I think they suck is because the only other time I tried to use them was a few years ago going to New York City. And they canceled the Airbnb trip a week before I had to leave. And then I had to find a fucking hotel in New York. And it was graduation season. So you could not find anything anywhere. And it was very expensive. Like, very expensive. So I, I just said to them, I was like, I'm out. I'm done with Airbnb. I've hey. had great experiences with Airbnb. This has been my only one that it was like iffy. I've had ones where I'm like, yeah, I don't love it. But like, yeah, this is the only time that it's been iffy. Anyway, we should I just like up. the consi- I just like the consistency of a hotel. And um, yeah. Yeah. She just Be as loud as you want. And also, I was just like, I don't understand. I think I don't understand Airbnb is where I'm going to leave that is a this is clearly not for me because I don't want that situation. I don't want to live yeah. in your basement for a night where I have to yeah. rely on a stranger. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was icky. And so we got told to shut up twice, which is why we're podcast hosts and can edit the volume of our chatting down to a normal volume. So anyway, the moral of the story is if anybody is listening and there are people that are really loud in the room, those people probably don't know that they're loud. And if it's bothering you, they would much rather you just come up and say, hey, do you guys mind just like turning down the volume a little bit? It's just getting a little loud. Rather than you complaining to the server and stopping them on the way out and writing bad reviews. Like, it doesn't do mean that. they're bad people and they're inconsiderate. It means they were born at a higher volume level than you, likely have a learning disability <laughs> and way too much energy. Yeah, and are they are needing to get let out that energy. And yes, when you ask them to be quiet, they probably have some PTSD from being told to shut up as kids, but they can deal with that on their own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like a legit, well, I would just prefer someone to tell me. I've always felt like an icky feeling whenever somebody tells me to be quiet, which I know is my own personal thing that I have to deal with. But like, I never thought about it. That is PTSD from when I was a child, always being told to be quiet. Oh, yeah. My mom and I talk about it Interesting. because she now hates asking me to be quiet because she feels like she's taming me, which if anyone's listened to Glennon Doyle, they'll understand. Um, yeah, she thinks that it's like suppressing me and who I really am. And who is she to tell me that I need to be less of myself? But then she's also like, but yeah, if you're like being too loud and she is like sensory overload sometimes, so she'll want volume down she'll ask you to turn music down so she's like well if I can tell you to turn the music down can I ask you to be more quiet so we've talked about it we're like she hates that and I'm like yeah but then there's this intricacy of like me being the four-year-old always like we would be in the middle of playing and constantly be told like Bridget mm-hmm. shh, Mary shh, Mary shh, you're in public shh. and it felt shitty and at the time it felt shameful and you didn't know why because you we're not doing it on purpose we're not trying to it's not like you 
punch someone and they're like don't punch people that's bad but it feels mm-hmm. like that it be it felt like as a kid you were being told you're stop, in trouble stop, stop you're in trouble you're in trouble yeah so for me mm-hmm. at least when i got older people tell me to be quiet my initial reaction is fuck you and then my second <laughs> response is mary it's okay you don't want to inconvenience this person so do a better job at just be a bit more quiet and understand that they don't hate you but you're being too loud yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. anyway, that this has been our rant for the morning. <laughs> I will step off my soapbox now. <laughs> um, so make sure to tune in to Talking 20 Podcast next week, uh, where we have Madeline McCracken, the educator of educators, on to talk about uh, the legacy of Canada and the history of Canada and everything that's kind of gone on. And uh, she also talks about um, the residential school discoveries and she talks about um, Orange Shirt Day, what that is. She gives lots of insight into Indigenous history. So tune in for that. It will be coming out in a two-parter, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. And it, we're super excited. It's going to be, it's, it's a really informative and educational, very gentle educational episode. So stay tuned. Yay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, and follow us on all of the things. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.